Okay, time out. I'm here to introduce Network Special, the only podcast you need normally to talk about appointment era television where things were played once or twice and nobody thought they'd ever be seen again. But now, thanks to the magic of the internet, we can watch them all the time. But today we're talking about a 2014 movie that is called The Unauthorized Safe by the Bell Story. It's true. It's all happening. My name is Zachariah, and I am joined with Time In. Time Out. This is Nathan, and this is the real start of the podcast. And I'm here with... Time Out. Our- Jeremy Demery. Time In. Time In. That was amazing I- that you guys crossed streams, and in the middle of Nathan's Time Out, Jeremy broke through into Nathan's <laughs> Time Out. Yes. That's the power of being a producer. <laughs> I have that kind of authority. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, gross. You're sweating. Can you please stop pushing me on the Come on, guys. Smile. All right. So, you, I, I feel like almost no introduction is needed for what we're talking about today. It's a Lifetime movie from 2014. This was the first of a series of movies that Lifetime did about 90s television shows. There was this, then there was the unauthorized Full House story, the unauthorized Beverly Hills 90210 story, the unauthorized Melrose Place story, all in 2015. They had a full year. Mm-hmm. And this is based, of course... On a book, a book called Behind the Bell by mm-hmm. Mr. Dustin Diamond Screech himself. And I've been yes. looking forward to this episode because I can take a nice little nap and Nathan can talk for an hour straight. <laughs> and then I will give an outro because, as we talked about in episode one of this show, Nathan <sighs> is inexplicable there's so much that i i love nathan for in spite of these quirks of his personality and that he loves saved by the bell talk a little bit about your saved by the bell past your present and the future Mm -hmm. which is going to be us doing this episode yeah i'm uh a bona fide uh i don't know what what you call um saved by the bell Fans, do you? Do you have? Do you you have should one? know that. Is there one? Yeah, bellheads. I don't. Bellheads. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no. I like sub of the bell just like as much as everyone else. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, no, no, I no, no, no. My- let's let's talk about that statement. <laughs> I like Save by the Bell as much as anyone else. <laughs> For me, that would be not at all. Because it's an unfunny <laughs> trash show with children who cannot act in hey, sets made of cardboard. Right. Well, we can also talk about that sentence. <laughs> I also didn't like the show when I was out, and I'm younger than you. So I want to I want to hear how this show captured yeah, but your you imagination. Were, when you were six, you were watching the Muppet Show, going, hey, "I don't buy this." <laughs> I'm just saying in those first seasons, Gonzo was not fully formed as a character. (laughs) He went from sad sack to the Gonzo we know today. Yeah. No, Tawen, (laughs) you love this show. I, and I'm not, I I, I have no problem with that. I just want to hear (laughs) what your connection with this show was. So the connection is I wanted to freaking be there. I wanted to be at the max. I wanted to be at this school. So I was a sucker for any, um, 
TV show that showed a cool place in California, you know, at least partially. Uh, I, I just, I think that, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I liked seeing other kids cooler than me. <laughs> Boy, that's where you and I were really different. I didn't care for that kind of imagery. <laughs> I still don't. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I reject that 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 group of people now but when i was in school i was 100 <laughs> percent on board with wanting to be one of them you know and which i i feel like if you had been cool in school you would have felt the exact same thing but no i have a, yes i have a little history with the show i like it i enjoy it i watch it unironically some of it i um some some of it is not it does not you know make me feel happy when I watch it, but, but the original, the original piece, um, I stand by. How many seasons was saved by the bell? Uh, there were four, there was the initial, um, that was called when it was called good morning, miss bliss, which was one season. And then I think there were four seasons, um, of the main cast. I think that's right. And then there were like seven or something of the new cast and there was one of the college years and then a couple of TV specials, which we'll do on this here show. Well, the only one you're, Oh, is Hawaiian style. The movie. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So there's two movies. There's Hawaiian style and wedding in Las Vegas. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yep. So, uh, real quick, I want you to give a one sentence summary of each of the main characters of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> One sentence summary of each of the main characters? Yeah. All right, you got uh, Zach, who is the um, Aryan cool guy, <laughs> right? You got, uh, and they're all rich, except for one, but it, it, uh, Zach is the Aryan cool guy, rich guy, rich kid. You got Screech, who Samuel Powers, who is the... Um, Smart nerd. You've got um, Slater, who is the military brat, uh, Jerry curled. Wow, you are uh, tough guy. The craziest describers <laughs> for these characters. I the first thing I think of when I think of Ace Lee Slater is not military brat. I'm thinking very specific. That, He's the well, hunk. Now, now people. He's a dumb long hunk. Now, now people know my my level of detail with this show. <laughs> you got Kelly, who's the 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 smoking hot cheerleader. <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, who's, who's poor? Okay. Uh, 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 in the show, and, and then you have Lisa, who's the fashionista, uh, who likes to shop, and she's black. And there's <laughs> she's the black character. And you're missing one of them. Uh, oh, and Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse was always my least favorite. Jesse is the, the tree hugging, you know, feminist, feminazi. <laughs> you know, all the st- all the stuff this show <laughs> rails against. <laughs> I thought. Now, of course, I am not uh, such a super fan that the first thing I think of when I think of AC Slater is military brat. <laughs> but I thought that Lisa was the rich one because she always talked about shopping. But are they all supposed to be? Same level They're, of wealthy. So, um, Zach is definitely rich. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got the cell phone, you mm-hmm. know, the mobile phone. Uh, Lisa's definitely rich. Um, they don't really go into Jesse's 
or Slater's or even Screech's like, but Screech's parents are also like scientists. Um, every, basically they're in a rich, I don't understand why Kelly is even going to this school because they're hmm. all in this like high class, rich, super rich, uh, area. And I always wondered why, she, why they made her out to be the poor one. Was there, st- were there storylines like I'm the only one without a car? Cause it's not like they dressed Kelly in rags. She physically seems to be on the same financial level as everyone in terms of her appearance. There's one episode where she can't afford um, a dress uh, to the prom or something like that, and they talk about that. But I, I don't, I don't really know. Her, her, her dad like didn't. I can't remember if her dad didn't was out of work or and she was having to work. Or they, there was some. I don't know why they added that element to the thing and why they chose her. Like why it wouldn't have been Slater, <clears throat> but his dad was like a big military. Um, a big military general or something. I would guess that there was a lot of things laid down in the first year, what they thought would be big character points that were quickly dropped or evaporated. Am I right in that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, be sure to cough right into the microphone. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The show. Yeah. You know, they, they, they hit little pieces here and there and then they just let them, go away you know um there's you know there's siblings who you don't hear hear about anymore there's (laughs) obligations that characters have that stop being required later on stuff like that okay there's obligations (laughs) they were given that weren't required later on that is an interesting way to put it they were not obligated anymore (laughs) to do these things uh well this as I said, is based on a tell-all memoir that Dustin Diamond, TV's Screech, wrote about his experience. Dustin Diamond, uh, no longer on this earth. Rest in peace. It sounds like, uh, rest in peace, Dustin Diamond. D-D-double-D. Yeah. Dustin Diamond, you never knew, when I say you, I mean me. Part of me always felt bad for him because he obviously was cast as this nerd on a show could never overcome it seemed desperately unhappy all the time if you ever saw an interview with him later he was a stand-up comedian he tried wrestling he tried being in a band he could just never pull it off but your sympathies for him would immediately evaporate because he was the most Bitter, gross, unfunny, untalented person who happened to be cast in this show of children. And as I think I said way back in episode one, it's remarkable watching a season one episode of Saved by the Bell where they are really young. I mean, how young were they when they got hired for Miss Bliss? Were they 12? Oh, they had to be. It was junior high kind of age, you know? Yeah. But I think um, I don't know the was, actual ages. But. I think he was the youngest member of the cast. Oh, he was definitely the youngest. I think he was only. I think he turned eighteen on in the last season. Okay, or so something like that. We're guessing he is maybe twelve or thirteen in the first season. Something around. Yeah, there. probably. Yeah. He is a better actor when he is a small child, and he got progressively worse as he got yes. older. It's like he forgot how to tell jokes. 
or act the older he got while everyone else grew more competent around him. I, I, what is that? I, he, I feel like he was, you know, part of, part of people who are, who can, who you would consider unpopular. Um, it, it's just unfortunate. Like either they're not rich, so they're not hanging out with their rich kids. They're, you know, into, uh, you know, at least when we were our age, they were into nerdy kind of culture things. So they, they pal around with those kids or whatever. But then there was that group of people who were just really obnoxious and, <laughs> um, you know, thought they were funnier than they were. And I'm sure I was, that, that was, was me, me I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. And, but he, I feel like that's why he wasn't it well <laughs> accepted in school because he is, so obnoxious all the time. And even in this, a book that he wrote or go, it was ghost written or whatever, but a book that he, you know, it makes him look bad too. And almost the worst besides Slater, but, but, but we'll it's, it's him telling stories that you can tell. He thinks it makes him look sympathetic and awesome. And to yeah. everybody else, you're going, Oh, you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy <laughs> yes. of this story. Um, I saw him one time because I was uh, seeing a friend of mine open for him at a mm-hmm. comedy club, and he seemed to oscillate between being okay with being called Screech and and putting Save by the Bell on his promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the second he shows up on stage, he goes, I'm not going to talk about Safe by the Bell. <laughs> I'm not Screech. Even though he does talk about it a little bit later on during the set, his jokes were so bad and so joke book gross. The audience just turned against him during the <laughs> evening. And I've never oh, seen man. an audience just like start half of them start booing midway through a person <laughs> who they pay for. This is a little, this is his big closer is uh, why do women fart after they pee? Because why wipe when you could blow dry? Good night, everybody. That was his closer. That was the heavy hitter for Dustin. So he's never been funny. He's a gross guy. He's known for like his sex tape and for stabbing a dude before he passed away. Um, uh, So this this novel, which uh, was called Behind the Bell, again, it's a lot of very self-serving, poor me details that still, he still doesn't know how to make himself the victim, even though he has perpetually felt like a victim his entire life. And so this movie loosely based on this book could be titled, actually Dustin Diamond is a pretty cool guy. (laughs) Yeah. A-C-K-S-H-U-A-L-L-Y. Yeah, just very yeah. The, the whole time I watched this, I'm like, you didn't even tell the people who wrote this book for you to make you look good. But I think it, I think he thinks it does. Right. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Uh, in in his own mind, and uh, so that's why he ends up being. That's why he ends up not being cool and popular is because he he just constantly thinks. That everyone's, you know, he's the guy who shows up and slaps you. And then when you don't laugh, he's like, come on, I was just joking. <laughs> and he, you can tell, never had a sense of humor about right. being on this show. The way that every other member of the cast 
they'll they'll be game to you know they'll put on like you know a pink shirt or whatever and pose in saved by the bell stuff like they know it was a corny part of their past but all of them for the most part have had post saved by the bell careers and dustin diamond hoisting himself on his own petard i'm sure just like self-sabotaging himself at every turn never had those opportunities and i think it was just because he seems to have been such a dramatically unpleasant person to be with but regardless he is our movie's narrator he will be the narrator of this film nathan please walk us through how we are introduced into the world of uh the unauthorized saved by the bell story so they're all in a limo and they're pulling up to a um public space for some some event and everyone in the public space (laughs) yes i was gonna say mall but i don't think it's a mall it's like they're just at an event you know and they're they're wondering are people gonna show up they you know because they're still just trying to figure out if the show is actually successful they get there everyone's there zach says time out and he starts talking to the to the tv to tell us all this story about behind the bell but then actually screech comes in and says time out and now the real story begins well the thing he does it sets the tone for dustin yeah. diamond being an unpleasant person because zach yes. turns does the time out dustin comes and he goes hold on it's not your story anymore he is being <laughs> such a dick about it from yes. sentence one so immediately yes. the audience this would be an interesting movie i mean it's a lifetime movie and spoiler all the gross and scandalous stuff the reason why you would watch an unauthorized lifetime movie is not in this movie (laughs) there is no sex there is little sippy sips of alcohol Mm -hmm. and there is fight infighting in the fact that somebody shoves somebody's shoulder yes and it never goes anywhere it's nothing torrid um but if this had been a movie and Screech was being set up like an anti-hero. Like if they were in on the joke that this guy was a monster, but he thought he was doing the right thing, that would be very interesting. But this movie is not interesting. So I'm I'm just, I'm pitching no. a new one to you, Lifetime, if you want to give me some money to do this. Now that, uh, now that he's that, passed uh, away. R.I.P. over here for Double D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the from the jump, he's a bad, he's a bad dude. And, and like you said, he doesn't see it. So he takes us to to when he he times us. Oh, out. he goes. We goes. We go straight to um. What does happen? It's is we go it to eighty nine audition. Yeah, what's that? We go to nineteen eighty nine for the auditions for Miss Bliss. Remember, because yes. the director puts us in all these long Goodfellas style tracking shots where he's trying to disguise <laughs> the fact that nothing happens in this movie, so we're walking behind a character <laughs> through hallways a lot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. Screech is going in for the for the audition. They show all the auditions, uh, and we meet this uh, woman executive who is the worst. She's the Skylar White of this production company from Breaking Bad. Oh right! <laughs> she every time the production has an idea for the show, she's like, "That's against the rules." <laughs> That's a bad idea, and also I'm going to say something racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like this meaning this, her character that was not Nathan getting ready to say something racist. <laughs> yeah, no, I was not setting you up. 
He was giving yes. Jeremy an out point for an edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always like there's always a good idea and there's always the most obvious idea and she's like that'll never work and then they cut to it's worked. Or, you know, Lisa comes in to to read for someone and it's uh, she's black, but the lady's like, oh, I thought we wanted someone Jewish or, you know, like it's always like something in, and then front, of, in front of the actress, by the way, <laughs> yeah, not in right. private. She leans over to the guy in front of her audition while she's reading lines and goes, I thought she was supposed to be Jewish. <laughs> yeah. And, and the guy goes, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then she snaps her finger. <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was the worst actor of all of them, right? Are we talking in the reality of Lifetime movie or the reality of the show? In in the Lifetime movie. They're all of the, pretty, of the kids. They're all pretty bad, but it's odd because they're also better actors than the actual actors on Safe by the Bell. So it's an odd curve that you're yeah. grading on. Also, these kids have, at least for the boys, the most hilarious wigs I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. I, I, I wrote that down. I was like... Did they just How go to the Halloween not- store a second before they filmed and break them out of the boxes? <laughs> How could they have not figured out the hair? Did they just <laughs> like, th- there is no curl on Slater's hair. It's just a mullet. Slater, Slater had it's an interesting a- look on that guy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he had a Jerry curl, but instead he looks like an extra in a Billy Joel Uptown girl <laughs> video. <laughs> <laughs> also, well, it doesn't help that they, I mean, Screech kind of looks like Screech. I think he does. Uh, but again, even no his one hair else is not like as curly. Character. Oh, I'm talking about their faces. Yeah. I oh, mean, the, the, kid I will... who plays, the kid who plays <laughs> Mario Lopez, I guess he's, a, he's an interesting looking kid. He's a good looking guy, I guess. But he is... Um, Troll-like compared to actual Mar- – Mario Lopez must have been pissed when he saw this little ghoul playing him. Yeah, and although I will say that I feel like his voice reminded me of Slater's uh, – like I feel like he got it down a little bit. Okay. Nobody's um, doing an impression of the characters either. There's a scene where Zach and Screech are doing their first audition together and they are both giving it a medium effort to make it sound like the characters on the show. And then that's dropped forever. Yeah. I mean, Dustin Diamond, I think he has kind of a of a speech impediment a little bit when he's a kid. And there's nothing that in, in this. There's there's no like... He's not even doing the Screech voice. Right. Because Dustin Diamond would do the <laughs> right. like... He's never doing that. Maybe, maybe he embarrassed the actor. Well, you know, initially... Screech doesn't do that. Initially, Screech doesn't do that. Like in, in the but Good his Morning voice used Bliss, to be, his voice used to be higher when he was a little well, kid. I think he was just trying yes. to do it when his voice changed. Which is interesting because they are the, the same actors for the entire um, yeah show, and they're the when you see Zach and Screech and Lisa as little kid in the first episode of Good Morning Miss Bliss to when they're graduating in the last episode i mean they're adults now yeah you know so but they don't change their appearance in any way it's very distracting and very confusing because it's the same 
face. They, I felt like they cast all these actors very young. The kid playing Zach looks like a kid 10 years younger than actual Zach. Like, and he's in a school play mm-hmm. about the eighties. There's also a character from good morning, Miss Bliss. One of the kids who they do not touch on at all. And he was, mm-hmm. a, he was a main actor in the Good Morning Miss Bliss series. Yeah, well, one less actor they have to hire for this yeah. movie. Uh, but yeah. the fact that they don't age makes it very confusing in the fact that I know I'm supposed to be watching uh, you know, four years go by, but it looks like all, this all happened in an afternoon. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like They're wearing the exact same outfits. Like Nothing has changed at all from the first episode to the last. They should go back in Irishman, this movie, and age up all the characters with CGI. <laughs> I think that's worth doing. Also, was it distracting that the actor playing Dustin Diamond looked more like Shia LaBeouf than Dustin Diamond? <laughs> I wondered if it was a lesser LaBeouf, but it's not. Has, has Shia LaBeouf played... Uh, Screech in any like parody or something. I feel like he did some kind of parody with that. I mean, that would have been great casting. I don't think yeah. he has. I can look that like up. Like a funnier die video or something. I can't remember. Walk us um, through the other uh, highlights of, of these people's journey. So my, my favorite is probably um, initially when they're in Good Morning Miss Bliss years, um, It's they show that Zach and Screech are great friends behind the scenes and they're supposed to be friends. Like, like that's really what Screech's kind of complaint is about this whole setup is that initially in good morning, Miss bliss, he and Zach were supposed to be the, like the main thrust of the show. When the show comes back as say by the bell, it's really Zach and Kelly. And so now Screech is kind of bummed about that. And in the initial show, I don't think Screech really was a dork in the good morning, Miss bliss years. They were all kind of on the same level. They were just um, kids. Right, because Zach tries to join this cool kid group. And, you know, so so they weren't even part of the cool kids like they are in, in the later years. Um, but he, <laughs> there's a scene where they're rehearsing, like Lisa and Zach are rehearsing or someone. And Screech is in the back making the extras laugh. And he, uh, what he's doing to make them laugh is he's making a duck sound, going like quack quack quack. He's quack, not just quack, making quack, the sound. He's doing yeah, he's doing the the wings. He's doing the chicken quack, tonight quack. dance and squatting <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> like quack quack quack, and everyone's just dying laughing, like including they can't the adults, except for the yeah, producer well, of the show, <laughs> Haley Mills, uh, the principal. They are they are rolling over this kid making a duck. He's <laughs> acting like a duck over there. And it's like when the show, when the, when the, when the show gets canceled and Screech and uh, Dustin Diamond has to go back to school and he's like a loser again. He's telling his dad, like school sucks. You know, I wish I was on the show again. I'm like, I was like, did he like no one at school is impressed by this duck impression. <laughs> That's why he's such a loser. Can you imagine being an actor on a show? You already have to like, work with children, which is uh, uh, challenging sometimes. And then in the corner, there is this spazzy nerd making duck noises while you're trying to do your lines. You are not going to think that's funny for a second. But in Dustin Diamond's head, they were like, I was killing with this duck impression. Everyone thought, even Haley Mills thought it was funny. I love that. He's... (laughs) 
love he's like we got to show a scene that shows me being really funny and they're like okay give us a time where you like yeah, really you did remember? something funny what do you remember from that yeah yeah, what's the time where you really got the cast laughing, like a prank you pull? It's like, oh, there was this one time I did a duck impression. Oh, and then, and what what how, what did you do with that, Dustin? I I what do you mean? I did a d- impression of a duck. I went quack 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 with my arms. Quack, oh, so you quack, were. Quack. Oh, so you were just uh, walking around quacking. <laughs> yeah, an impression of a duck. What do you think it is? You okay. idiot! Everyone hates me. Uh, oh, no 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 no! It's good. It's good. It's good. Tap 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 tap. <laughs> You see what I mean? This is what I mean. <laughs> and then the, yeah. the scene ends with Zach Morris going, this guy's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who do you think gets the worst rep on this show? Like oh, who Mario is supposed Lopez. to? Mario Lopez. Yes. Right. Mario Lopez is okay. finger blasting everybody in the <laughs> table yeah. during table reads. He's doing push-ups. He's smarmy. He thinks he's so cool. He treats Dustin Diamond like a joke, you know, uh, which, you know, <laughs> fair point. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like. Well, here, you know. yes, sometimes you see Dustin or just uh, being annoying. But the other times uh, I love, I was I was laughing out loud when everybody was, was reacting uh, like a child to something and Dustin was the voice of maturity and reason. Like they were all bummed out <laughs> yeah. because the reviews rightfully said, oh, this show is bad and no one can act. <laughs> and everyone's crying about it. Some of them literally are crying. He's like, oh, I hate these guys. And Dustin goes, who cares? Who cares what the critics think? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm right. sure that's what you said, Dustin. You, uh, <laughs> as a, the then, youngest member of the cast. But then immediately Zach's like, he reads a review of Screech. Saying he's the worst, and he just runs away. Like, like he can't even hold on to the voice of reason. Like he can't even <laughs> he can't even write a story where he main continues to be the good guy. Then, then okay, so Slate. Like that's the one thing I, I wonder about Slater. Like, okay, so one thing you have to know, we have to know about this story is that, like we said, it's written by Screech, but it's ghost written. And Screech has come out, had come, or Dustin Diamond had come out since then and said that it, it's not real, that some of it's real, but it's exaggerated. And he didn't even write in. He feels sorry for writing this book, right? Well, I believe with half that statement. <laughs> I, I believe okay. the, a lot of the stuff in the book didn't happen. I do not believe that Dustin was not responsible, nor did he feel bad about it. Okay. Whatever the case may be, he you does read, apologize. You read a right. book with your name on it before it goes to the publisher. If you right. really have a problem with it, you can say we're not doing pages nine, ten, yes. or whatever. I understand. He's he, he is the worst. I have no <laughs> problem saying this. I'm just saying he has. Cu- since oh, hold on, said hold on, hold on, hold on. You really start. Oh, I forget you're doing an alternate. I, I'm sorry, cut that out. You yeah. were, you were, uh, your audio was cutting way out, but I forget you're doing okay. another audio track. So, so, anyways, he's Continue. so okay. Stop and go. The point is, he's saying that the book isn't true. So we can't read any of this stuff and say, "Oh, this is what is real." What you know, this it's hard to know what really is real, what happened, whatever. So Mario Lopez being a douchebag, right? In the show. Is that real? I'm so sure it's half real. 
I'm sure those kids think... were insufferable at the end. Okay, right. So <laughs> that's the thing. Like, how much of that was real? How much of it was him making fun of Dustin Diamond, or did he make fun of Dustin Diamond, or what? Was oh, he that kind of person? Yeah, probably all of them were. But Dustin Diamond was also being a monster. Um, yeah. As we see later, he gets on um, drugs and alcohol, and I can't imagine how much that monstered him up. Right. Uh, but the, the thing that's so weird about this unauthorized, as I said before, nobody really looks that bad. They just look a little catty and petty sometimes. I think Mario looks really bad in this. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's, he comes off the worst. But in terms of what I'm sure I – did you read the book? Have you read Behind the Bell? No, I can't okay. do that. I um, that. I'm sure I'm not he that goes, much of a fan, I guess. <laughs> so Dustin Diamond famously – I don't think he's talking about when he was on the show. But he famously has said, like, I slept with over 2,000 women and – uh, yeah. So that's why you would watch a Lifetime movie, right? You're watching it for the debauchery and for the craziness and the fights. And it's amazing how for as long a time period as they're talking about, it's just um, very non-event. Almost nothing happens in this movie. You kind of watch them uh, go on TV and then it gets canceled and then it gets re-upped. And you see the kids learning to read their lines right and believe in themselves. And <laughs> as tawdry as it gets is Zach and Kelly rehearsing their stage kiss in Zach's dressing room. And it is the most chaste, cutesy Disney movie kiss. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just, it's odd because if this is d- supposed to be Dustin dishing out the dirt, there's really no dirt. It's, no. So it just comes across as a petty, petty grown man reminiscing. There's two. There's two points. Like there's not even really any kind of sex stuff. Like there's one. Like like Slater. It's implied that he will not. You know he he will be with someone, and, and then and then Dustin Diamond. You know. Uh, says that he got laid at something one time, but it's really, it's really just very like, even, even Zach and Kelly, when they drink the wine, they spit it out. Like the only person who's doing anything is screech. There has to be a wilder version of this script. And then a lawyer went through it and was crossing out whatever would be considered libel. Yeah. Like we cannot say this person was doing Coke (laughs) off somebody's breast at a party. (laughs) They will come after us. Yeah, they even have a party, and he's just like drinking champagne, like Zach's just drinking champagne. Like the actor know. playing Zach has a very odd look and energy to him, and he seems like a thirty-eight-year-old Colin Farrell. <laughs> Doesn't he seem like kind of like a, a an actor who's in the middle of his career? Yeah, it does seem he. I, I thought he was good. I thought he acted okay in this. Yeah, he's he fine. He's had he's yeah. had a real career though. He's on a bunch of stuff. Okay. As an actor, which you can tell. Yeah. Um, I, I have a friend uh, who won a date with Mario Lopez during this time period. Did you say he won a date? She, she won a date okay. with Mario Lopez during this time period. Okay. With Slater. Yeah. And um, she went on the date, and at the end of the date, he asked her to go up to his room. Oh, and she declined. Okay, 
How do you react? That's the story. How do I react? How, how did she uh, react? Or I'm sorry, how did he react? How did Mario Lopez? Was he like, your loss? Or was he okay about it? Um, I don't know. I didn't hear. I guess I didn't hear. That part of the story is unclear. That's all I've heard. Do you think she's telling the truth? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The story is not told in, in a, you know, very nonchalant and very, like, matter of fact. Like, just, oh, yeah, that happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so your friend's a loser. Okay. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah, she couldn't, she couldn't hack it. <laughs> and that's why she has no show business career. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, wait, what did she win this through? Was it, like, a Kraft Macaroni and Cheese mail-away or something? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was something like that. It was just a uh, win a date with AC Slater. You know, so she went on a unchaperoned date with AC Slater when they were both teenagers. That was the prize of this contest. That's insane. <laughs> and he yeah, drove her around. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't have all the details. Just it was just one of those stories that you that you know you hear and then okay. That it's um, crazy because I would think legally. If anything happened on this date, now Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is going to be sued for not providing like safety for this young woman. Well, there probably was some. I'm sure there was chaperone or something. You know, I'm sure there was something, and it was just. So you think the chaperone know, was like, like, "Well, do you want to come up?" <laughs> I don't think he was standing there. I think it was probably in the limo or something like that. Like, uh-huh. you know, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Mario Lopez was like, "Hey, let me let me go say goodnight to her or something." You know, like I'm sure there was something like. I I I I, you, I don't are know. Are you still you friends ever... with this? Are you still friends with this friend? Uh, no, it's been years. <sighs> Could you call them up and get this story recorded later? Uh, I want to hear no. this story. Why? Uh, I you know what? I could ask some people that because um, this is this was a a girl that was when I was a kid. She was older than me and was um, related to <laughs> one of our family friends. You know, okay. so like I. It wouldn't be it, like I, well, I, it I can would be see weird. why you couldn't talk to her then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know it where how, where gone. she is or how to even get in touch with her. Yeah, okay, honestly. Nathan, this big friend of yours. Uh, can I talk to you about some things I loved? <laughs> yeah, she in was this... a best friend. <laughs> she was my best friend, and I'm very sad about not knowing her. Here's some things <laughs> I loved in this movie, and it's some of the props, some of the funniest props when they go anytime they are on a Hollywood set. People are wheeling around giant oversized props that would never be in a movie. It is something that makes me so happy is people like the magic of the movies and people are walking around in space suits or something because Screech goes onto this Hollywood set and there is a guy wheeling in a giant hamburger followed by a giant Rio de Janeiro Jesus statue. I'm like, what production is this? And a big, and a big T-Rex as well. Yes. A big dinosaur goes by. It's, it's so funny. Uh, also whenever, whenever you're in a teenager's room in that time period, they inevitably will always have the British flag. Yeah. Somewhere. What is cool about that? What was there? Was that like some kind of like, like didn't Ferris Bueller have one too? Like, isn't, is that some kind of like punk rock thing or something? It could be that. I don't know. Uh, let's see. They're a big Oasis fan. <laughs> they love the new British invasion. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, 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 got I don't nothing. know either. It's probably, I, I think um, cheap wall covering has a lot. A flag really covers things up and maybe a giant American flag looks a little odd for a teenager's room. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> not down here. Uh, this is a very nuts and bolts thing to notice, but whenever Screech goes in for his audition, there are big carpet squares up on the wall like you would have in a sound recording studio and really nowhere else. So they were definitely <laughs> converting a sound recording studio into a set for that day because it was probably yeah. cheap. Um, and the third favorite prop is whenever they're complaining that the kids are taking sexy pictures and putting them in magazines and Slater's on the cover of a magazine. Did you see the name of the magazine? What was it? Cheetah Beat. <laughs> Not Tiger Beat. Nice. Cheetah nice. Beat. Love it. Did you? Uh, what about the scene where, um, you know, screeches gets upset about something, and I thought for sure that they were going to show him going off and like just getting wasted. Instead, it's him like doing like really strong karate. <laughs> well, that follows the scene where screech. Oh, oh, I love the scene where uh, the Elizabeth Berkeley actress is very excited because she's going to be doing the infamous I'm so excited pill addiction scene, which, yes. you know, if you're ever on the internet, you know that there's a scene where she is uh, a storyline where she's addicted to caffeine pills and mm-hmm. she starts acting to the heavens doing the, I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the character does this in a line rehearsal and everybody is struck with the power of the scene, except for, the man who can see the bigger picture. He's he's ahead of his time. He's ahead of his time. He sees how ridiculous this whole facade is. And he starts laughing, which, yeah, if you're watching somebody act and you start laughing at them, I don't care what the scene is. That's (laughs) maybe the rudest thing you can possibly do. And (laughs) everyone treats it as such, which is, why are you being so mean to this teen girl doing the lines that she has not written? She's been given. (laughs) <laughs> and Screech gets mad that people are mad at him. So he storms out and he uh, meets the only uh, Asian person we meet in this special. No, which no, is, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Zach Morris is Asian. He's Indonesian. Oh, I forgot. He is partially Asian. <laughs> um, it's a guy with uh, hair that stands straight up and he has a puka shell necklace. He's, He's from The Good Place. The TV <gasps> show. That's how I know. That That's actor. how you know him. That's how I know that actor. Um, he's <laughs> sipping vodka, straight vodka out of a flask. He gives some of the vodka to Screech. And thus he becomes Screech's best friend and worst influence. This guy who looks 20 years older than Screech is now hanging out with him and giving him uh, drugs and alcohol. Because That's probably the most realistic part of the movie. Well, the part where the In reality Hollywood. ends yeah. is we realize that he's been hanging out with Screech because he wants to get a guest star role on Saved by the Bell. Mm -hmm. He wants to get some of that obscene Saved by the Bell money. He says, you're living the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because there are so many adults in the audience for this teen show that no adult (laughs) liked or really knew about when it was being filmed. But when you look at the live studio audience for Saved by the Bell, do you think it's 50% people over the age of 50? It's... There's a couple of kids, and then it's all relatives of the actors, is what it feels like, because they keep cutting to them. Yeah, laughing up a storm. Yeah. Uh, This guy, he, by the way, they don't really, you know, he gives them booze here and there, but he, like, sticks up for them. Are you talking about bad influence, man? 
Yeah, like he's not. I don't like. I don't feel like they sold him enough as being that kind of person. Nobody is bad enough in this movie. Nobody's trashy yeah. enough in this movie. Yeah. They um, do. They do. Um, there is one nod because at some point in this this world, Screech in real life, Dustin Diamond makes a how to play chess video, uh, which you can watch on YouTube or at least clips of it. I'm not sure if you can watch the whole thing or not. And it's ridiculous. He sold it as a VHS tape. And there is a nod to this in the scene with the British flag and with his dad. There's a, there's a chessboard sitting right there. It's a cavalcade of awkward and also uh, racially offensive humor watching <laughs> because Dustin Diamond considered himself quite the chess master. So he sold a VHS of how to play chess, but he decided to inject a little humor into it. So sometimes <laughs> when he's instructing you on the secrets, uh, he will cut to another character where he is a funny sheik or a funny bandito <laughs> or a duck. <laughs> does he do the duck? Does the duck come no, back? No, I don't oh. know if he does the duck. That's why the tape didn't sell. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. I, don't I, I think he saved the duck for the live shows. <laughs> Did he do the duck at your show? <laughs> he didn't do the duck. He didn't do the duck. Um, well, now we know why the audience turned. Does anything of note happen in this movie length special that is worth mentioning? Um. No, it's so, it's so, like, they, they kind of, they, they talk a little bit about Lisa Turtle or um, Lark Voorhees' faith because she's a Jehovah Witness. They kind of touch on that a little bit. They touch on the forbidden relationship between him and her, you know, between Zach. And, but it doesn't go anywhere. They don't do anything yeah. with it. They just talk <laughs> about it, and it's sort of a problem, but not really. Yeah, and and Jesse, they kind of hint at Jesse and Slater a little bit, like because cause Screech says, Dustin Diamond says, if you saw them together on the show, then they probably were that way in real life. Um, so there's a you know there's a couple of things like that, like nothing nothing really, like all the stuff you already think and know of Say by the Bell happens in this movie, right? As a person with the most surface level knowledge of this show. I knew everything they were talking about. Yeah. Probably uh, from me. <laughs> well, yeah, at least half. <laughs> uh, can you tell us about the, the, uh, the ending scene? Speaking of things that made me sad, this ending made me sad. I know it's supposed to be uplifting, but, uh, it's weird. Uh, so or he goes through, they filmed the last episode, uh, which is a graduation. And then Dustin Diamond times himself out to uh, tell the how, what ev- would happen to everyone, you know, how everyone went on to have careers. And then they don't really give any details about him, right? He doesn't say. So he goes from cast member to cast member. First of all, all these extras are terrible at doing timeout. They're blinking. Oh, oh, they're blinking? They're yeah. shifting around uncomfortably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he goes from cast member to cast member, and he goes, and and boo-boo-boo? Well, he's doing foo-foo-foo. And this person? She's doing okay. She's on Broadway. <laughs> and then at the end, he goes, and me? Well, I'm doing, well, it's okay if people call me Screech. 
it's a statement like that because Dustin Diamond had no career. <laughs> well, so the he ending did. Is, and me, I made this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, they say it says the end ish at the I, end of the movie. I think that they were implying that they wanted to make a sequel about the Hawaiian years of them all being older or saying that their story has not ended at the least. I don't know. Like he, like, like, okay. So what happens to him is he goes on to do more Saved by the Bell and everyone else doesn't. So like, what, what is that what they mean by the end ish? I, I, I think that I think that they're implying that life goes on. Yeah. That was a very um, confusing end. Can I tell you the thing I was praying would be in this movie when it came up, but I realized the timeline wouldn't work out. So uh, Elizabeth Berkeley quit the show because she wanted to become an actress and it really didn't work out for her for a minute. Um, and then she did Showgirls and then she kind of had to recover from Showgirls and now she's just a fairly steadily working actor. Yeah. I didn't realize that Showgirls came out so far after Saved by the Bell uh, had mm-hmm. been canceled. So she's left the show. All the rest of the cast members are at the party. She comes in to awkwardly say hi to them. I was praying that she would be with Paul Verhoeven, the director of Showgirls, as they famously <laughs> dated. Like Paul Verhoeven was like, he was in 50s and she was in her you know, 20s and he was married, but they had an affair. I was hoping we'd get to see an actor playing Paul Verhoeven at this party. Like, oh yeah, she's telling me all about you. (laughs) (laughs) I love Robocop. Oh yeah, thank you. (laughs) It's a metaphor. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know there's lots of stuff I was like, I wish they would have gone through all that, but it really was just that specific era um, but, and, you know, and now they're all doing the show again in the reboot. Are all of them on? Yeah. Everyone except, Dang. um, Screech didn't, I think. Screech was too dead. No, he wasn't. No, I, no, they oh. were, I think they were trying to, They were, I think they were trying to talk about season two with him. Maybe. Uh huh. Maybe. I think, and I think Lark, Lark was on just a clip. Uh, like she was zoom. I can't remember if she zoomed in or they just mentioned her or what, but she wasn't a big part, but everyone else is a big part of the show. This guy was so toxic, even as an adult. Like remember whenever Jimmy uh, uh, Fallon did the, yeah. his one of his hysterical sketches where people <laughs> who you knew when you were a kid are coming back out on stage in their old costumes. Nothing fun mm-hmm. here. Very They're funny. All there except for Dustin Diamond because people don't want to deal with him that much. Like, do you think they reached out and he was like, oh, I'm going to need uh, $10,000? I think he is his own worst, was his own worst enemy. And I think that he was insulted that they wanted him to play Screech. And then he, I don't know, he was like double guessed himself or he wanted to feel slighted so he said oh they, they didn't ask me which cannot be true unless no one way. of the actors didn't want to work with him so badly because of yeah. something i mean it, like like I, I won't be back if screech if if diamond's there i'll keep this as vague as possible because i don't want to speak ill of the dead or be accused of libel so <laughs> and this just occurred to me and it is i want to stress completely a theory Dustin Diamond 
may have attempted or done something on set that would be a reason why one of the other cast members might not, might not feel safe around him. Yeah, that could be And it. let's leave it at that. But it kind of has that flavor to it. Not to they be all, too much of a downer. <laughs> I'll say this. They all very much, uh, very professionally, you know, very professional response to his death. Absolutely. Yeah. All class That's acts the- for people who have just been slandered nonstop by him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I enjoyed this thing. This is the second time I've watched it. Um, and I enjoyed it. I enjoy this. I, I think it's fun to watch. If you like Saber the Bell, this is fun, even though, you know, it's a load of crap. And uh, I would, I, I recommend viewing this. It's fun. I think if you are a fan of bad recreation movies, this is a lot of fun. I'm interested in all the other ones. I have a funny feeling like we <laughs> might discover more about them in the future. Yeah, the we Full House do, one especially. We got to do Full House. Yeah. The, the picture, the promotional shot of all the, the people playing them was was funny. was already funny. Well, I'm laughing. <laughs> So, if, listeners, if you want to laugh more in the future, please join us next time on Network mm-hmm. Special. It's always a joy to talk about these things with you. And it's always a joy to know that you, the listener, have to sit there and take it and listen. And you keep your mouth <laughs> shut. <laughs> uh, thank time, you, everyone. Time out. Time out. <laughs> time out. Now, let's talk about the real unauthorized <laughs> episode, Say by the Bell. Time in. Time um, in. They'll I be was, off mic. I was really hoping, hoping, hoping that um, someone else would time out <laughs> into this episode, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Oh, you know, I, I thought I was really winding things down, but I guess I can't really wind things down. Uh, um, okay, let me so see. So I'm if, just going to keep going on with the episode. Uh, oh, you know. somebody, hold, hold on. Uh, what? Hold on, there's somebody at the oh. door. Let me go see what this is. Okay. Oh, hello! Oh, Stony! Hey, I just been watching the craziest movie. <laughs> what movie? It was something about. I thought it was watching Saved by the Bell, but then I thought these kids look weird, and it's not very funny. <laughs> Do you, is that because you're too high? Oh, hey, come on, man! Don't blow my cover. Okay. Why do you I don't really have a comment about what I was watching, and there's no easy joke I can think of that uh, would tie into it. So, uh, you know, I just came in because I saw the, the door. There was people talking behind it. And you saw the recording sign lit up? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, no problem. Sorry I didn't have any big pop for this week. It can't hey, always I la- be gold, I, I man. La- I laughed. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to get going. Okay, man. See you later. Oh, that was worth it. Okay, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for joining us this week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.